You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre-finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin-Williams factory finish paint warranty that means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP Smart Side today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at Menards. Subscribe to Inclusion Revolution Radio wherever you can get podcasts. Listen up, Ohio, because this is a test from Pepsi. If you call C-Bus C-Town, you're not from Ohio. If you don't know the Blue Jackets actually have a fifth line, you're not from Ohio. And if you don't know what to say when someone yells OH, you're not from Ohio. We know this because at Pepsi, we are from Ohio. In fact, we bottle ice-cold Pepsi right here in C-Bus. So when you're thirsty for something that says you're from here and proud of it, grab a Pepsi and say here's to O-H-I-O, where Pepsi and life are oh-so-refreshing. This is the Yanks Go Yard Podcast with Adam Weinrib and Thomas Carinante. Welcome to a Pizza Friday edition of the Yanks Go Yard Podcast. I'm Adam Weinrib alongside Thomas Carinante. The DJ LeMahieu Chase may be getting dangerously close to the finish line, or it won't be, or continually nothing will happen, or it's over, or it's not. Who knows? We debate the latest reports. Also, does that interfere with a Francisco Lindor chase? And are the Dodgers about to make the case for us to just go ahead and get both? Folks, make sure to find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you do get your podcast, and drop us a five-star review with a mailbag question attached. Although I assume that many of your mailbag questions these days will be, what the hell is going on with DJ LeMahieu? And we hope to answer that today through at least some rumor mongering. Thomas, what's the latest? How you feeling? How you enjoying your pizza today? Pizza, breakfast pizza. I wish that that should be that should be the theme next week. So we'll we'll get into that hopefully. Anyway, feeling pretty good. I'm loving these DJ updates. If we really want to get get into those and start talking about them, probably the best place to start because you want to feel good heading into the weekend. And it's about time we feel good because we haven't felt we haven't felt really that good in a while. Uh, we got Jim Bowden over here uh, of the Athletic former MLB GM, in case uh, anybody was unsure. He's had some flimsy reports in the past, um, but you know we're going to take this at face value because we want the information to be on our side, and it certainly makes us feel optimistic. Yankees have made it clear that bringing back DJ LeMahieu is their top priority. Negotiations grind on. It's also evident that LeMahieu's preference is to return to the Bronx Bombers, Bowden says on Twitter. Uh, we also have a report 
from Pat Regazzo, who is uh, an MLB writer. His bylines have appeared in uh, New York Post. Um, he says DJ LeMay, he was seeking a five-year contract, and he is willing to take less money to stay with the Yankees. You got to feel good about that. Both of those things, A, the Yankees know that this is their top priority. As we've talked about for months now, it has to be. It needs to be. This is the guy who makes the offense go. He is their most consistent offensive player, and he's the MVP of the team. If you're talking about all-around offensive and defensive performances, that's who he's been the last two years, and there's no denying it. You did get nervous, though, when Cano got suspended uh, the other day. When was that? Was that two days ago already? That was Wednesday. Yeah, that was Wednesday afternoon. Yeah, so we didn't talk about that on the Wednesday pod. Anyway, Robinson Cano suspended for the full 2020-2021 season after testing positive for another performance-enhancing drug, uh, seemingly opened up a spot for the Mets at second base, and we were like, oh, shit, are the Mets just going to give blank checks now to DJ LeMahieu, George Springer, Trevor Bauer, and JT Realmuto and have this crazy super New York team? Doesn't seem like it's trending in that direction because DJ wants to stay with the Yankees and the Mets probably don't want to get them distract themselves, get themselves in a you know some sort of a bidding war or free agency war with the Yankees. Cohen made that very clear in his press conference that he doesn't want to be competing with the Yankees. So you got to think at this point, they're just going to go after the guys that they sought out to do uh, their legwork on before the offseason started. They kind of already had a plan in place. At least that's what it felt like. And all of the reports and rumors have trended in that direction. doesn't really make sense for them to deviate from that and create some more distraction that could potentially hinder their plans to get their hands on one of these other guys that are actual needs for them. They do need another starter. They do need a catcher and they do need, you know, a guy like Springer who's going to, who's going to deliver, you know, defensively and be a tremendous offensive force that they've largely lacked in in terms of the consistency department. So you got to feel good about these DJ talks. And this was the most likely scenario for the Yankees as we've talked about for how long, dude. I uh, for I mean since the offseason started but it's only natural to start doubting yourself and, and freak out yeah. and bear yourself in a hole. I mean it does feel like the Cano report and the Cano news at the very least like it, whether it is going to serve as an impetus for the Mets to go chase DJ LeMahieu it doesn't seem like it is but it does feel like it broke the dam here on reporting because it was at least a major New York news story that theoretically cleared up second base for the Mets. Uh, even though they're probably just going to move Jeff McNeil there and use the extra one year's worth of money to sweeten the pot on George Springer or or somebody they already intended to pursue. Um, But at the very least, it theoretically made it more interesting. So like a bunch of people who were just sitting on their hands and all their scoop was just like the Yankees want DJ LeMahieu and DJ LeMahieu wants to go back to the Bronx and we'll just kind of wait for free agency to, to weave its path. Jamie's log. Progressive. The Harrington's backyard. Day 11, 4.43 a.m. The tent I set up in the Harrington's backyard to prove Progressive has 24-7 protection has a rip in it. But a little rain won't stop me. Mrs. Harrington says she totally understands 24-7 protection means 24-7. Gonna stay a few more days to make sure. It's hailing now. That's fun. Progressive doesn't just offer a great price when you bundle home and auto. We offer round-the-clock protection. Just not literally from Jamie. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers and subject to policy terms. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. Suddenly had something to ask people about. They're like, does the Cano thing change the calculus? Like, is anybody paying attention to the Cano thing? Are the Mets in? Are the Mets out? So that's why you had SNY's Andy Martino saying on a Wednesday night, uh, I believe that like, that the Yankees were still the most likely destination for LeMahieu. The Mets weren't considering it, but that, you know, things could move. The Yankees weren't, you know, it, it's not a fait accompli 
that LeMahieu's going back to the Yankees. He's got a lot of suitors. There's a lot of people barking here, which makes total sense. I, he's been an MVP finalist two years in a row. Uh, if you're not barking at him, then you're making a big mistake. Um, but then, you know, who knows? Pat Regazzo, I've never trusted him for my news before. I've never visited Metsmerize.com. I've never listened to uh, Frank the Tank's podcast that he apparently <laughs> co-hosts. Um, but he, you know, he he's a guy who says that DJ is seeking a five-year deal and would take a discount for the Yankees. That appears to be that that backs up what Michael Kay said on on Wednesday too, which is that Lemayhu's camp is pitching a five-year deal. The Yankees are looking at three and would consider going four for Lemayhu, and then Ragazzo, uh, whoever he is. Uh, added the little, you know, extended flavor that DJ would take a discount to go to the Yankees, which kind of eliminates, honestly, like it, that's why it's the precursor to the Jim Bowden tweet because most people were worried that, you know, the Yankees are clearly going to not nickel and dime him, but they're not going to be, they might not be the highest bid in the room. Uh, we all know they're not going past four years initially. And if DJ is willing to take lower, he's probably going to have to take four years or five, but just a cheaper five. I yeah. don't know. Um, so, you know, I think if you're willing, if you were betting like a week ago, are the Yankees going to get LeMahieu? I think yes would be the favorite. Um, but I don't think that, uh, like yes would be the favorite, but if you were betting on whether somebody, uh, outbid the Yankees for LeMahieu, I think you would, you would say that's like 50, 50, or or at least a pretty strong possibility that someone's going to overpay. Um, but then the Jim Bowden tweet made everybody feel much better. Um, uh, on Thursday afternoon, the Yankees have made it clear that bringing it back LeMay, who's their top priority, and he wants to go back. Hashtag only matter of time. That's a good hashtag. And then Jim <laughs> Bowden tried to hashtag a bunch of dollar signs, uh, $4 signs, which, uh, <laughs> you know, that's that's not trending, Jim. That's not how that works. Uh, he hashtagged Yankees, which, like, you sure, got it. You, I mean, that'll that'll help. That If Yankees is ever trending, that'll help, I guess. But the word Yankees in your tweet is also going to get it trending, so you don't really need that hashtag. You definitely don't need a hashtag for money signs, which uh, which which does absolutely nothing for you. But it, it does make us feel better. Uh, at least we're breathing easier. Um, uh, hopefully the matter of time is not that long. Um, but I don't know who any of the other LeMahieu suitors are right now. And I do feel like the Yankees are going to have to make a decision on this in either direction, whether they finish it or choose not to before they can move on to anything else. So it's about damn time. Uh, hashtag money sign, money sign, money sign, money sign. Uh, let's maybe get it done. But this does sort of seem to block the Yankees in the Francisco Lindor chase. Or does it? Or it does, right? Like, because th- that, that's got to be an either or. I-, I struggle to see how that's not an either or uh, unless they're trying to trade Gio Urshela too. Or Glaber Torres. I, or know, Glaber Torres. I don't know. So here's a crazy thing that I thought of. We talked about going after pitchers that the Yankees should potentially overpay for if they really want to take that next step because there's nobody on the free agent market that's going to really move the needle for them. So what if Glaber Torres goes back to the back to the Cubs for Kyle Hendricks and then the Cubs look at other trade partners for Javier Baez? That's, ah! you know, I don't know. I don't ah! know. And then the Yankees get Lindor, and then they extend him, and then, you know, you look at their window, because the fact of the matter is that the Yankees, after 2022, have a lot of money come off the books, and at that point, I think they're only committed long-term to uh, Cole and Stanton. So at this point, if LeMahieu's getting a five-year deal, that's going to be, what, two more years after 2023 that he's there, and then... 
if you can trade for Lindor and extend him for what, eight years or whatever it's going to be, 10 years, then those will be the four guys you're paying after 2023. And then you have to figure out, you know, Judge, Voight, Urshela, whoever else that, Frazier, whoever else that you feel is going to be part of this team moving forward. Um, and then at that point, we'll be out of the woods with the pandemic. So finances really won't be an issue. But uh, I think it's possible, especially now that we just saw that the Dodgers want to go after Nolan Arenado. I don't know in what on what planet the Rockies are going to want to deal Arenado in division where he's kicking their ass for the next five years, uh, especially because, you know, the financial restraints on his contract, I think he's getting paid like $35 million all of those seasons. That's not going to be a problem for the Dodgers to pay. I guess it would be sweet to steal some top prospects from your division rival, but you know, the Dodgers always come out on these things. So why are you even going to mess with it? Why are you even going to try to test Andrew Friedman? You know, he's going to give you a package of stuff that looks sexy. And then in three years, you're like, what the, what did we just do? <laughs> and now our star player is raking against us. You know, they are, they won eight straight NL West titles, the Rockies giving them Arenado for the next five years and then potentially helping their Corey Seager situation. If Corey Seager leaves in free agency, then they have Arenado at the hot corner to, you know, kind of make up for that offensive production in the event he leaves. And then they'll have their pick of the litter in shorts up free agency anyway, with all these guys who are going to likely hit the open market aside from Lindor, who if he's traded this offseason, you have to bet that he's going to sign an extension. But if the Yankees truly want to compete with the Dodgers and go ham, and if the Dodgers do get their hands on Arenado, then you have to think that maybe Lindor is in the plans and that they are thinking about trading. I mean, I don't, what's the scenario that you envision where Geo's traded? The only scenario I see here is that Glaber's traded for a high end starter who can, you know, back up Cole for the next three, four years um, under a decent controllable salary. And that's that. I don't know. What are you thinking? Well, I'm just talking about the infield logjam being cleared up. Like, mm-hmm. because then in theory, if you sign LeMayhew, and move Torres uh, to second, move LeMahieu to third. You could bring Lindor in at short, and then you would have no room for Geo. Oh, That's well, all I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, like, it's the it's just the Geo Voight thing. And mm-hmm. then you'd be signing LeMahieu long-term and moving to either first or third, uh, which we've talked about straight up isn't his position. He yeah. doesn't play there. So, like, it, that just I, just I can't get that through my head of just being like, we're glad you came back, DJ. Love having you at second base. Uh, thanks so much for signing the contract. We got other plans. Get ready to play left field forever. You've never <laughs> done it before, and that's what you're doing for five years, and there's no recourse. Uh, sorry, but it is, you know, that that's the problem with Lindor. The problem isn't that he's another superstar and the Yankees can't afford more superstars. The problem is that he's a superstar who plays a position uh, that is pretty clogged up and, and there's not a lot to be done uh, about the people who play in this particular area, unless you want to play five infielders, two outfielders, which, you know, you could sell me on that. Just kidding. You can't, uh, but you know, that that's the issue, but it does beg the question. It's not going to look good for the Yankees. If their justification, let's say they sign DJ and then they don't trade for Lindor. And the justification is, you know, you can't have too many superstars, you know, no need to keep adding talent. We're happy with the guys that we have. And then the Dodgers go, we added Nolan Arenado. Um, we just keep, all we do is get talent. We got Mookie Betts last year, not enough. We got Nolan Arenado this year, out of nowhere, in division, by far the best player available. Um, wasn't even available until we decided to start the conversation. Like, we went from Justin Turner, who's the heart and soul of our team, straight to Nolan Arenado, you know, no break, n- no emotional, you know, pause. Nothing about no, like, well, we had to bring back Turner because he's the fabric of this franchise. Just like wondering with you, 
finally, goodbye, Arenado's in. So, like, if if the Dodgers get Arenado and the Yankees pass on Lindor just because it feels like overkill, then the Yankees are going to have to explain how they're still the Death Star, et cetera, because, you know, the Dodgers on the West Coast would definitely be the unfeeling, unrelenting, let's get superstars in here all the time team. And the Yankees would kind of be the quaint, like, we're happy with our guys, we'll pay to extend our guys, we love our family type thing. And it's nice to be that kind of franchise. It's it's a weird kind of thing. You don't want to be the Brooklyn Nets. You don't want to, you know, build this, like, seven seed and then bring in Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving because they asked to come there. And then after bringing them in, they're like, it'd be nice if you also got the best scorer in the NBA. And the Nets GM's like, what the, how do I, I can't. And they're like, you should just do it. We want him. He's our friend. And then they're like, all right, I'm trading the whole roster for James Harden. And I'm going to sign James Jones to be on the bench. The the son's GM. He's on the bench now. So like, (laughs) do you want to be that? Not, not, not particularly, I guess. But if you opt not to be that, and then the Dodgers choose to do it, it's going to look weird. And the two top contenders in the different leagues are going to have vastly different mindsets. And the Yankees are suddenly going to look like the mom and pop version of a contender. We are going to take a quick break. Uh, When we come back, we're going to talk more Arenado fit and why the Yankees are just kind of getting into that conversation. Stick around. Welcome back to the Yanks Go Yard podcast. So the flip side of the Arenado coin. Progressive Snapshot can save you money based on how you drive and how much you drive. So the safer you drive, the more money you could save. Now, if you didn't hear that because you were looking at your phone while driving, let me say it again. Seriously, put down your phone. That is so unsafe. If you didn't do stuff like use your phone while driving, you could save money with Progressive Snapshot. But saving or not, just put it down. And if you did hear it the first time because you weren't looking at your phone, nice work. You'd love Snapshot from Progressive because it rewards safe drivers. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Snapshot not available in California and North Carolina or from all agents. I guess is that a lot of Yankee fans sort of considered him to be the third baseman of the future before he signed his extension in Colorado, which sort of took him off the map. Uh, That was pre-Gio Urshela. We hadn't discovered him yet, but that that was a downer. For a while, there were a lot of Yankees insider reports that said they were banking on Arenado's free agency. And this was back in the day when the Yankees mindset was like, kick the can down the road. You know, we missed this free agent target because we're focused on this guy who will be available in five years. And, oh, he signed an extension. But now we're targeting Barry Bonds Jr., you know, for 2028 and that annoying thing. But there was a time when Arenado was supposed to be our third baseman in the future. If he's available and he goes to the Dodgers, isn't that just another slap in the face? Feels like it, but then you'd have to think if the Yankees are seeing these rumors that the Dodgers are interested, do they get in on the talks and try to outbid? I don't know. Do I support that? I also don't know. I've been saying for a while that this team has the foundation and the structure and the DNA to win a championship, and you don't really need to do overarching an overarching overhaul or overarching makeover, especially this offseason when you already have a lot of your pieces in place you need dj back so that's obvious and that has to happen and then you have to make some moves with the starting rotation and then that's kind of it um i think the move to make is to get that neck that number two starter who's going to be able to back up cole and i think that's the overpay you do in a trade would arnado be cool in new york yeah that'd be pretty awesome but like I'm not saying Gio Rochella is like as good as Nolan Arenado, but like what's how much how much greater production are you going to get out of Arenado for that much more money that he's being paid? He's getting paid, let's do the math here, 30 million more dollars than Gio Rochella. So 
look, I understand the Yankees have all the money in the world. Hal Steinbrenner is wiping his butt with $100 bills. It doesn't really matter for him. Every fan says, it's not my money. Go spend it. I don't give a shit. Just get me a championship. It doesn't matter. But when you look at it from an actual efficiency and cost-effective standpoint, Joe Rochelle is very good, and he's proved that over the last two years. He's not on Arenado's, you know, playing field. Um, but for the amount of money that we're paying him, I'd rather just reallocate that, you know, hypothetical $30 million to get our hands on another starting pitcher that we're able to trade for and have somebody locked down backing up Cole so we don't have anything to worry about in the rotation. The lineup is not the the lineup is the problem for other reasons. The lineup is the problem because they, you know, seemingly don't come up in bigger situations or because we don't have enough contact bats or because we need more left-handed hitters. And those are more so tertiary moves or like we've talked about a million times, moves made at the margins, get your hand on a utility guy who, you know, makes a lot of contact and, you know, maybe doesn't have the highest OBP. We talked about how the Yankees front office values OBP and OPS through the roof. And, you know, at the end of the day, testing defenses by putting the ball in play gets you, you know, can sometimes, especially in uh, pressure filled situations in the playoffs can do a lot more for you than, you know, Aaron judge drawing a four pitch walk because the pitcher's like, you know what, I don't give a sh- I don't want to pitch them right now. So I'm just going to go to the next guy. Um, and the inconsistency with all of it is it's a lot of power bats. It's do or die on the home run. It's not stringing together hits. So those minor moves can be made and can be fixed. Going out and getting Arenado would obviously be awesome. And the Dodgers getting him would suck. But is that the move that this team needs to make to worry about their own priorities? I think getting distracted by what the Dodgers are doing, a team that you're not going to face until the ultimate series that's going to determine the season. Um, is I think a little bit of a panicky decision, in my opinion. Yeah, I think we still have to operate that way. And and we've talked about a Yankees-Dodgers World Series for so long that it starts to feel dogmatic, like something you actually have to worry about. But they haven't played each other (laughs) in the World Series since 1981. And the Yankees haven't gotten to the World Series at all in the last decade. And the Dodgers have been in uh, 17, 18, and 20. They're there every year. So, you know, if you go to the World Series, then, yeah, perhaps you might have to face the National League champion Los Angeles Dodgers. Uh, But there's a pretty big hurdle you have to get over first to even enter the conversation. And that's one that the Yankees uh, have yet to bypass. It's not an annual tradition uh, to be in the world series this, this, uh, this century, honestly, it's, it's been uh, once since 2003, uh, which is bad. Uh, But that means you don't have to be intimidated by what the Dodgers do. Um, Nolan Arenado is also a guy with question marks. We haven't seen him do it in the playoffs uh, much like Stanton. Uh, so this year Stan proved his medal, but it was a couple of, year of uncomfortable years of, of going, Oh, we got a playoff dud. Great. We traded for a playoff dud. We're stupid. Um, and so if you panic and overpay for Arenado, who's not a clear fit, you might discover he's not comfortable in October situations. And, and once again, the, you know, the money involved, uh, not that much of an upgrade over the much cheaper Urshela. It's a more efficient purchase to have Gio Urshela on your team for now. Uh, if Hal Steinbrenner really is wiping his ass with money, though, that merits an investigation. I would say that's just the kind of thing that you want to weed out uh, of your organization if you have a, a man wiping his own butt using dollar bills. That's, $2 that's the kind bills. of behavior. That's just the behavior I'd like to sniff out. Frankly, I, I don't need I don't need that in, uh, in the front office. Uh, that's not a sane man. That's a man who should not be dictating deals. Um, God, that is it for this Pizza Friday edition of the Yanks Go Yard podcast. 
Uh, make sure to find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you do get your podcasts. Why did I say Spotify in a Boston accent? I just don't know, folks. Uh, it's NBA free agency today. Uh, it's making me think about the Celtics and Knicks and the fact that, you know, it'd be nice if MLB just operated uh, their free agency in the same way the NBA does. Like, I already know a couple of people where they're going prior to the opening of free agency. As soon as that bell gets hit, there's going to be a ton of deals made. Uh, whoever's doing an NBA podcast today, Godspeed to you because that's awesome that you're going to have a great pizza Friday. You're going to be watching the six o'clock bell hit and you're just going to start the mic, start the record and go boom, boom, boom. 30 deals just got consummated. And meanwhile, we're here on the MLB side looking at Jim Bowden's Twitter going, is four money signs too many for a hashtag? I don't know. Stick around. We'll, we'll get back to you on Monday. Um, until next time, my name is Adam Weinrib. You can find me on Twitter at Adam Weinrib. And I'm Thomas Carinante. You can find me at Tommy's underscore takes. Send us some selfies with your pizzas today, guys. I want to oh, see wow. what you're eating. Come on, let's do it. Get it on Twitter. You know, I'll do selfies. mine. If I make a homemade pizza, yeah, I'll do a, I'll do a pizza selfie. Why not? But anyway, pizza anyway. selfie will retweet it on the official Yanks Go Yard FS account and get the account banned. Uh, <laughs> we'll, have, we'll have a talk with our higher ups. They may they haven't endorsed uh, they haven't endorsed pizza selfies. Maybe we'll do a tweet compilation and create an article on yanksgoyard.com, another place that all you guys should be going to. All this stuff that we're talking about here is written in article form for you to digest, comment on, send us some suggestions. We'll turn it into content. It's all good and fun. We want more of it. Until then, have a good weekend, guys. And Monday can't come soon enough, I guess. Yeah, baby. And by the way, I know the Knicks are bad. Save your comments. Doesn't hurt me anymore. Uh, my skin is uh, metal. You can't, you can't penetrate it. Uh, until Monday, we'll see ya. Something you probably do know. Progressive can not only offer you a great price when you bundle home and auto, they offer you round-the-clock protection. Something you probably don't know, the average oak tree branch can hold 70 pounds. Something you probably do know, your neighbor is building their kid a treehouse. Something you probably don't know, a falling treehouse would take out your whole fence. Bundle your home and auto with Progressive and get more than a great price. Get round-the-clock protection. Something you know for the things you don't know. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and third-party insurers and subject to policy terms. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. 
Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.